Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'd like to thank you all for tuning into the show. As always, I got my crew with me, Darnell and Tyler. I'm Trey, and we're coming your way with the 77th edition of the Don't Kill a Messages podcast. First thing we're about to get into, uh, before we get into some NCAA football, is we're about to dig into the undefeated top 50 greatest black athletes list. Uh, that was recently released this week. Uh, guys, what were your thoughts on it when you saw the list? I mean, I didn't have a huge issue with it. I mean, I was surprised at, at some names that weren't anywhere on the list. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, but it, like, I, I had to definitely, like, at first when I looked at it, I thought it was just kind of off of talent. And then, so I was kind of confused by some of it. But then I saw some of the other criteria where it was looking at social impact, role model, uh, uh, of the the player or athlete, and so it, it started to make a little more sense. But I mean, of course, when you make a list like this, and since it was a, a survey, basically, yeah. there's going to be names left off where I mean, it doesn't doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of followed the same as, as you, Darnell. Once you noticed what the criteria was, it started to click a little bit more. Um, but like you said, with it being Done off of Survey Monkey and just basically randomly sent out. Uh, you know, this isn't expert opinion. This isn't an, you know, analysts getting together and formulating a list. Like, this is basically an opinion poll. And this is what we got. So, uh, a few names I think definitely got left off the list. Uh, a lot of names I think just don't necessarily uh, belong at the rank that they're at, but like I said, that's totally okay because it boiled down to opinion, and I'm sure a bunch of averages got played out, and they got ranked based off of the average you know, vote or whatever, so I'm not reading too too much into this, but I, I, I do feel that some of the ranks are a little off. Yeah. Uh we can get right into that. Uh, like, what was some, uh, well, Ty, I'll let you talk about your man Tiger, uh, first, man, because that was the one that stuck with you. But, uh, after that, like, yeah, we can talk about some, uh, rankings that we felt were off. So. Yeah, you want me to talk about Tiger? Yeah, you can go ahead, man. Yeah, just, yeah. he didn't even make the top 50, and I thought that was a little ridiculous. Uh, we're looking at, a guy who excelled at a sport that African Americans didn't, you know, necessarily become strongly involved in at the professional level. Um, granted, there were there have been a few uh, black professional golfers over the years, uh, but it, it's just a predominantly white sport, and that's uh, just how it how it's been. And uh, for him to get into golf, dominate golf in the fashion that he did second all time in major championship victories. Uh, you know, he was, he's been ranked the longest period of time at number one in the world in the official world golf rankings. Uh, I believe like for his career, he has a win percentage of like just under 20%. So one in almost every four tournaments he played in, he won like that. That's just, that's just being an incredible athlete at the sport that you're involved with. So 
you know, Tiger being left off kind of left a sore spot for me, uh, especially when we're looking at a guy who made golf cool, who pushed golf in terms of corporate sponsorship. Um, I mean, Phil Mickelson, who's one of the top golfers in the game in his own right, you know, has even said that he credits his career to Tiger Woods because if it weren't for Tiger Woods, he wouldn't be bringing home a million-dollar check when he wins. Um, so, like, other players recognize what Tiger's done for the sport, and it just kind of confused me a little bit that he got overlooked here, especially when you're leaving 50 spots. Yeah. You know, I, I can uh Oh, well, you have something to say, Darnell? Uh, you want to go before? Oh, you go ahead. I'll come in. Okay. You know, I can agree with what you're saying, Ty, you know, with the whole Tiger Woods thing. Um, mm-hmm. Me, anybody knows me, knows golf as a month cup of tea. Um, <laughs> this is something I do not want to sit down and watch. But uh, just growing up, uh, seeing a black guy just take control over that sport like Tiger Woods did, um, it, he made me want to start watching it. Uh, you know, he was, like I said, been very dominant. Go out there, man, get those holes in one. Just if he messed up, uh, got it in a rough, uh, he can make a great shot and put it right on back on the green. You know, Tiger Woods was just absolutely amazing, uh, to watch him. Just very talented. Um, definitely sucked to see his downfall, but, um, kind of like what I texted you, um, earlier. Yeah. About, I mean, it was definitely an interesting, uh, Snub, I guess. Was I was going to say, are we going to call it a snub? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, we we had talked a little bit about it over text. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's probably some factors why he was left off the list when you look yeah. at the, the criteria. Because, I mean, the, the four criteria for the list were uh, overall ranking from the survey. Then they looked at dominance inspiration and impact on society. So, I mean, I, I guess we don't know what his overall ranking was. We don't know how people surveyed him. But, I mean, dominance, you know, like, he's, I mean, they probably had to be, like, a top five athlete in that case uh, mm-hmm. for the period of time when he was when he was great. He was pretty much untouchable. You know, they had to change courses and tiger-proof him. Uh, inspiration, you know, he... It hasn't it hasn't paid dividends in the PGA. We don't have uh, a ton more diversity since uh, Tiger, but I mean, just on the smaller level, I, you got to see a lot more diverse groups on a golf course. If you're just going out on a Saturday morning to go golf, you would see more color on the on the course, if if I may. Uh, but I, I think it's that impact on society deal that gets to him. Uh, because, I mean, it, as great as he was and, you know, what he did for the sport of golf, I guess, Tiger really never made much of a uh, a stance as far as any causes or anything like that. And uh, being that he, he he was so averse to making statements about himself, like he, he probably put himself into... Like I heard a commentator say today, kind of put himself in, in purgatory as far as uh, society goes because, you know, he came out on Oprah a few years back saying that uh, he he doesn't like just being called black uh, and said he, he considers himself Kaplan Nation, Kaplan Asian or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he made up a race. 
Yeah, he because <laughs> he because he's black, white, American Indian, and and Thai. I think his his mom is or something like that. So that kind of I think a lot of people in the black community took that as a little bit of a slight. Uh, like nobody's saying that you don't want to respect your other uh heritage or anything like that, but specifically it was due to people calling him black because of his skin tone and color and his dad was clearly of more of an uh a black uh skin tone. So that that hurt him there and then with the infidelity issue that kinda shunned him from the rest of society. So he kinda got stuck in just no man's land there. So uh, I think that was probably one of the issues that dropped him low and eventually off the list there. But, I mean, I still think the other three criteria were enough of an impact to at least have him on the, the main list. But, you know, that's where the chips fell, I guess. Yeah, and, and I'll just uh, agree. Real quick, uh, like y'all were talking about his dominance, uh, they had a segment on here that showed the rankings of uh, the athlete's dominance, uh, just that being one category. Uh, Tiger Woods didn't even make that list as well. So yeah, uh, that, but, but well, I, that's I, ridiculous. There. Yeah, well, I kind of feel like if you didn't make the overall fifty, they weren't going to put how you rank in that category. Hold on. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, the I was only say people is that all the same fifty. So the names? only people, yeah. yeah, in that dominance yeah. category are the people that made the overall fifty. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and but but Darnell, I'll, I'll agree with you. I feel like his downfall, especially over the last, you know, eight years or whatever it's been, has definitely hurt his image big time. Um, and and I and I'll agree. He he never really took any big social stance on much, really. I mean, the only real thing he's done is he has the Tiger Woods Foundation, which helps. Uh, you know, kids get through school, get into college, um, basically provide a safer environment for kids. But I wouldn't necessarily say that that's, you know, yeah, taking it's, a it's social not like, stance yeah. or anything. Because, I mean, that, that's... The thing he was doing yeah, it was a safe thing in, to do in where the going to decide, yeah. Yeah, in the athletic world, like, that's, like, status quo, basically. Like, a ton yeah. of athletes do that. It's not like that separated him in one way or another. So, yeah, I completely agree with you there. To be fair, though, I'll say about some of these athletes, uh, a lot of them could be moving in silence, uh, doing some great things that the media is just not covering about. So yeah. just, you know, it's it's one thing if, uh, you know, just to hear it through the media, but they could be out there, you know, like I said, just moving in silence, doing great things. So we just can't hear about True. it. So we got to, you know, take that in, into consideration. So. Very true, but I mean, if you're making a list like this, if you don't know about it, you can't yeah. just say. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. We don't know how he feels or what he, how he uses his money or what he promotes or is into. But if, if we don't know, we can't grade him on it. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, right, guys. I'm just looking at it um, overall, like. How do you feel about uh, this list with like having some athletes um, rank higher than others? Like one that uh, got me was um, Steph Curry. I think he was number twenty-eight, and LeBron twenty-nine. I would have put uh, yeah. LeBron over Steph in that one. Yeah, yeah, but I think some of that just has to do with how likable Steph Curry is. 
He just has that likable factor that people will go, yeah, you know, I think I like him more than LeBron. You know, like a, a lot of people attribute, you know, Curry being, what is he, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, or something like that? Yeah, I think he's 6'3". Yeah. He's 6'3", six, six, and somewhat averagely built. You know, and a lot of people can connect with that. A lot of people can't connect with 6'9", 6'10", 240, yeah. 250. So, you know, I heard a couple people say just the likability of Steph Curry, the relatability we can have with Steph Curry tends to have people like him a little more. And plus, with Golden State just coming off their championship, that's going to also kind of nudge you a little bit to be like, yeah, well, I think Steph Curry should be a little higher. Yeah, I mean, like that—that's that's part of where we just can't like get stuck into like the dominance or greatness of an athlete because of the other criteria they use here. Like just on the level of who's a better basketball player, yeah, I, I would still go LeBron there, but like you have to look at the effect Steph has had on the NBA or on the game of basketball. Like kids are going around shooting threes all the time now because of Steph Curry. Like, LeBron didn't make that kind of a change because, you know, everybody can't come out and be grown man size at the age of 16. And pretty much you can muscle anybody on the court that you want and do everything amazingly great. He's, yeah, he's unassuming. He's he's more relatable because he's, you know, he's not winning any uh, Superman body contests. And, you know, and his game is built around a jump shot, not above the rim. Crazy athleticism. Yeah. Um, and, and also, also with that, you know, like, with LeBron being the dominant factor, I would put LeBron more dominant than Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But in terms of influence, I think that's the Steph Curry vote, where he gets that influence and inspiration because he's so likable. Um, I think those two categories were enough in this poll to put him over. Okay. Um, you guys have any other? Uh, yeah. Picks you gotta... Yeah. Real quick. Uh, number eight, Simone Biles. Number nine, Gabby Douglas. Like, granted, I, I, I get why they're there. Very likable. Um, Olympics were pretty recent. Uh, but how do you how do you guys feel about the Olympic athlete? And I guess you could even well, I mean Jesse Owens I think had more of the social factor going for him. But like Simone Biles, Gabby Douglas, like we haven't seen Gabby Gabby Douglas or Simone Biles really outside of the Olympics. Like it, it's it it's not that I disagree with them being there. I just find it interesting that they're that high. Do you think it's like the Olympic factor and it's like all oh, United States and patriotic or, or is there just something I'm missing? I feel like there's some recency bias in that one. Yeah. Uh, the one, uh, like I, I'm more so okay with Simone Biles just cause I mean, she was seriously just dominant, uh, this past Olympics. Yeah. Gabby Douglas. She was, she was kind of a star of two Olympics ago, but, you know, she still didn't come out with like the medal count that Simone Biles did on her, on the solo efforts that they could get. Yeah. She, she was part of a dominant team, I guess you would say, with the, the gymnastics, USA gymnastics team, the final five. 
but but yeah, I think a lot of that comes with uh, it, it's so fresh in people's minds uh, that both of them made it that high. But yeah, the, I, there's no way both of them should be there. I don't think I would put either of them in the top ten. Uh, I, I I would be inclined not to probably have Gabby on the list <laughs> personally, but uh, yeah. but like I'm good with Simone Biles being on there, not yeah. that high, but I'm, I'm good with yeah. her being there. Uh, just uh, another one for me. Um, this is boxing. Um, I'm fine with uh Muhammad Ali being um, you know where he is. Uh, I do think he's like one of the top three greatest athletes of all time. Uh, just what he's done. Uh, you know, with his skill and what he's done out inside the ring and outside of the ring. Uh, but one um I did have a problem with was Sugar Ray Robinson. Being at, uh, number 39, I think he should have been higher, um, higher than, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. I just think pound for pound, I think he's the greatest boxer of all time. Um, so just what he had to do with coming through, up through that era, uh, which he had with, uh, racism being what it was and whatnot, uh, just think he should have been higher than, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. But, uh, him and Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis was number 23. Uh, both of those guys that came in, they actually fought together, um, in, uh, war. But, uh, those two, uh, kind of hand in hand. I could, you know, if Joe Lewis was higher than Ray Robinson, I would have been fine with that. Or Ray Robinson higher than Joe Lewis, I would have been fine with that either way. But, uh, just think that Ray Robinson should have got a little bit higher ranking. I mean, I, I guess, like, I, I can see what you're saying. But I just feel like as far as impact on their sports and Ray Leonard more like just the the cultural influence he had during his time, I can see why both of those names were higher than Ray Robinson. Like if you're not super into boxing, he, he Ray Robinson seems to be a name that is kinda like you have to know your history in boxing to to get to him a lot of the time. Yeah, true. Sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, sticking with uh, some of the names that were left off, apparently the undefeated did do like a follow up uh, article with uh, some of the notable names that were left off the list, and they kind of followed up on them. Uh, because there were some names that I thought about and saw on there, like the big ones were, you know, Barry Bonds. I mean, he's, I know there's people putting asterisks on it, but you know, yeah. he's he is the home run king, and you know, yeah. he was a very he was a very polarizing player, and you know, not very likable. So I can see probably why that left him off the list. Uh, Deion Sanders. I mean, that that's one there was like, wow. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's. He's the greatest cornerback ever, right. and he's not on this list. And we're also looking at a two-sport athlete. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I think got a little underrated. Because I mean, well, I mean the the whole Jackie Robinson multi-sport like, that was a different time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, uh, Bo Jacks dominant in two sports, and it took injury ending his career. Like, but dominant two sports. Yeah. yeah, and I would I would guess that's why he's, I guess, m- middle of the list. Uh, yeah, because short career. Career, yeah. yeah. 
I agree. Uh, if he if he would have had some more years in there, I, I definitely think he would have uh, been a lot higher on that list. Uh, I mean, maybe 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 the highest NFL player on the list if he had a full career. Uh, but as far as the NFL goes, looks like he's behind Jerry Rice, Jerry Walter Payton, and Emmitt Smith. Gail, Gail Sayers. And Gail Sayers, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also on the list they had, uh, they did list Tiger. They, they had your boy Kobe, Trey. But yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you weren't screaming yeah. over that. <laughs> Well, I, I think as far as the the social impact yeah. and stuff like that, I'm I'm thinking it's clear why he's not on the list right now. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, one uh one name that definitely got left off the list, and I understand why, but just because of recent news, I just want to get a laugh out of you guys. But Floyd Mayweather, like, why is he yeah. in the top five? <laughs> well, I, I think that's kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that also goes that he likes to throw them hands at ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talks about himself a little bit, too. So Yeah. yeah like I said, I get it. But just recent news getting a laugh. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, it's definitely an interesting list, especially because it could cause conversation like this. Yeah. yeah. It'll also bring up some names you haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Make you kind of rethink and kind of reevaluate what a lot of these athletes did for the sport and society. I mean, like uh, a couple names we've already mentioned, you know, Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, you know, Ray Robinson for you, Trey. You know, just a lot of these names played really big roles in the world. Um, And I think a list like this definitely makes you look back and helps you appreciate a little bit and reminisce on it. I, I think I think it's a great, great list for that factor alone. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, y'all want to go through your personal top ten? Sure. Uh, black athletes? All right, who wants to go first? I can go first since I'm the odd one out here. Uh, <laughs> since you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so a couple couple names I put on my list didn't make the actual list, but uh, I guess I'll start. Should I start with 10 or with 1? Count it down from 10. Yeah. Count it down from 10. All right, and number 10, I put Magic Johnson. Uh, yeah, just tape I've seen of him, just awesome to watch. Uh, you know, if it weren't for those Lakers and Celtics at the time, especially with the 30 for 30 that came out about that rivalry, the 80s would have been a that era in basketball. Um, so magic helped keep the sport alive in a, in a rough time. I mean, the seventies didn't have a ton going for it in the NBA either, especially with the ABA. Um, and, you know, I just felt like magic Johnson uh, really hit with me on that dominance factor and um, inspiration factor, I guess, until maybe the whole HIV thing. But, uh, you know, just people wanted to be Magic Johnson. They loved the Lakers. The Lakers were the NBA at the time. So, especially if you were on the West Coast. So that's why I put Magic at 10. Uh, I put LeBron at 9. And I think that has more to do with the fact that, you know, he's my era. Um, you know, we're really seeing a, you know, a dominant guy really just storm the sport. You know, it started when he took that no good Cleveland team uh, to the finals where they ended up getting swept, but that really showed LeBron was for real, and he's kind of dominated the NBA finals since. He's 
I think coming off seven finals appearances in a row. I would like to have seen him get a few more rings in there just for the fact that the conversation of greatest of all time in basketball would be a little bit stronger there. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to put LeBron at nine. Uh, also because, you know, just his global recognition in the game of basketball through clothing, the, you know, the LBJ line, the shoes, things like that. Uh, I think that plays a really big role for basketball. Uh, number seven, a name that did get left, left off the list was Lisa Leslie. Uh, definitely pioneered the WNBA okay. first. First, first woman to dunk in the WNBA. Um, you know, she, she will always be one of the names when I hear the WNBA that comes right to my mind. Um, definitely, yeah, definitely pioneered women's basketball. Um, people wanted to watch her. Um, being in LA definitely helped. That's a marketable place. Um, so definitely put her there at, uh, number eight. Number seven, I put Tiger. Uh, we already hit that pretty hard, so I'm going to kind of leave that one alone. But dominance factors way up. Uh, other factors not so high, as, like I said, we said before. Um, number six, I have Serena Williams. Uh, just dominant in women's sports. Uh, takes some stands socially. Uh, isn't very super vocal about it like she she doesn't let it linger on in her in her life she just kind of says her two cents and gets back to her business uh you know but just you know, one of the more dominant female tennis players of all time and you know if it weren't for having a having a kid she may have a she may have another one so um definitely still see more from Serena coming up in the future uh to build to her legacy uh that puts me at Five, five, yep, five. I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, I feel like for dominance and for social, like uh, stances on social issues and impact on society, he's he's up there, uh, very high in in those categories. I mean, in college, they you know put in the rule that you can't dunk. They changed the game for him. Uh, I think that is definitely worthy of being on this list. If, if they're willing to change a sport for you, uh, you know, you, you should be recognized for that. Uh, plus, he's still the all-time leading scorer and it's been, you know, almost 30 years. So, um, just a guy that dominated the game, dominated the center position, uh, made the sky hook cool. Uh, wouldn't be cool today, but uh, he was definitely in basketball at the right time to you know, make an impact socially, make an impact uh, in sport in general. Uh, number four, Michael Jordan. I think the dominance explains itself. Six known finals. Uh, like, it's kind of falling back on the LeBron thing, you know, just the Air Jordan brand. Like, that, the logo's so recognizable. Uh, just, you could throw that logo anywhere in the world and everybody would know it's Michael Jordan. And I think that says a lot. Uh, three, I have Muhammad Ali. I know you guys will touch that one a little better than I can. Just because you guys are more into boxing than I am, definitely. Uh, but definitely, uh, social ambassador, ambassador for boxing, uh, did a lot for the black community. Uh, they really rallied behind him and he definitely, you know, took a lead there, which I think definitely puts him very high on this list. 
Number two, I have Jesse Owens. Uh, you know, the Olympic Games in Berlin just always stand out to me. Just a dominant performance there, winning gold. Uh, sticking it to Hitler, I've said that before. Uh, that That's just awesome to me. Um, definitely there socially uh, at a time where, you know, African American or black athletes in general just weren't the popular thing at all. Um, definitely looked down upon, seen as kind of second class. He definitely showed that, uh, you know, skin color doesn't reflect talent. Skin color doesn't, uh, you know, dictate who you are as a person. And he definitely stood up for everything he believed and, you know, ran for everything he believed. And for me, I think that's very honorable, very respectable. And that's why I have commitment number two. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, uh, number one, Jackie Robinson, <clears throat> breaking the color barrier. Uh, to me, that is, you know, beyond sports. That's beyond, you know, that, that's almost a bigger than life thought. <clears throat> and of stepping in and just breaking the color barrier. That just seems so unbelievable to me, especially growing up in a time where, you know, all the sports have, you know, integrated. And, uh, it just seems <clears throat> like that's a very, very almost impossible task. And he found a way to accomplish it. And, uh, you know, he was a great athlete in college, multi-sport athlete, uh, but definitely the professional accomplishment of breaking the color barrier in baseball was the reason I have him number, number one. <clears throat> All right. So should I go next? Uh, sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh, ten. I got Hank Aaron. Uh, the original black home run king. Uh, uh, beating out Babe Ruth's record. Uh, he had to deal with a lot there. You know, getting death threats and everything from, you know, taking down, uh, I guess white America's heroes record right there, uh, and not being done by another. Uh, white person, I, uh, that was a hard thing to go through in baseball there, but, you know, he, he went through it and still dominated the sport and, you know, became a loved figure, uh, in the years after and was a great baseball player. Uh, nine, I have Serena Williams. Uh, she's, I mean, broke a color barrier basically in tennis. We haven't had any, many minority uh, especially on the female side, we we've we've had a couple on the men's side, but uh, to be a female tennis player and to be black, uh, to be that dominant, uh, you know, she she definitely has stood up for causes, especially uh, as far as standing up for women's rights and you know takes people to task when they say things that are incendiary as far as black athletes as well, uh, and you know just and giving that exposure to a sport that uh most minorities aren't really into uh, and and to be this late in a tennis player's career not that she's old by any means but i mean she's a senior citizen as far as tennis players go and she's still right up there at the top of the sport uh eight i have jim brown uh that's a lot of people can still consider probably the greatest running back ever uh, you know, left the sport on his own terms, uh, crossover to acting, and still to this day, 
uh, is out front in social causes for the black community. Uh, so I, I think he deserved it to be in that top ten. Uh, eight, I have, or not, seven, I mean, I have Magic. I uh, think he was one of those waves of, of changing basketball, like how I spoke about stuff early, earlier, making it cool to shoot shoot threes. Uh, Magic made passing cool, uh, you know, and and made a fast place pace style of play. Uh, Showtime Lakers, as as Ty alluded to, it, it basically put basketball on the map. Uh, him along with Larry Bird and that rivalry, you know, back when he was first getting into the league, the finals was still on tape delay. Uh, yeah. But because of because of him and 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 Larry, they basically this this became must see TV where you had to start showing these games live, and I think that that's huge for the sport. Uh, that's basically why the NBA is still here. Uh, that the Showtime Lakers teams and and the rivals rivalries they were in. Uh, right above him, I have his teammate uh, Kareem uh, for a lot of the reasons why Ty said. Very dominant player over the course of his career. I mean, even in his later years playing, he was still just a, a guy that was very hard to stop when he was motivated. And uh, he still stands up for uh, lots of social issues, uh, even ones that are very polarizing. Uh, he, I guess he's a big uh, marijuana advocate. And, and of course, back... In the civil rights days, he was part of that group of players that were, you know, deep into the movement and trying to uh, stand up for uh, civil rights for for minorities. Uh, above him, I have Bill Russell, another uh, person that was in those type of movements, uh, and and of course playing in a city like Boston, which has its own history of of uh, segregation and you know hostility towards minorities, I guess I can say, uh, and, you know, still becoming a love figure in that city by bringing so many championships to the Celtics, uh, still considered probably one of the best defensive players ever. Uh, next up at four, I have Jesse Owens, uh, basically for everything Ty alluded to, uh, you know, to go on the stage like the Olympics during World War II era and, you know, basically for our country being able to give a pretty much a middle finger to Hitler by showing him <laughs> that uh what he what what they thought was the case wasn't and you know showed dominance in sport after we and, and then we showed dominance in war uh but i mean that that always have a special place with most people at 3 i have jordan uh not he he's kind of like what you alluded to earlier Trey it's come out later in his years where he, he yeah. does put his money where his mouth is for a lot of things and he's become a little bit more vocal like as far as the uh like and since he's the owner of a NBA team he was kind of vocal about the the bathroom bill in North Carolina saying how he didn't feel it was a good idea and uh was kind of with the NBA as far as pulling the All-Star game out of Charlotte which I mean that 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 says something there, uh, standing up for things, and he's he's made uh, his thoughts known on you know the unarmed uh, shooting of of black males, uh, but then of course then you go to the dominance of the on the court, and you know he 
he hasn't played a game in in damn near twenty years, and you know everybody still still has knows Jordans when they see him, and they they know who the man is behind it, and little kids still know who he is and his greatness. I mean, that's when your name can can last like that. I, I don't know how you're not at least in the top three. Uh, number two, I have Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in baseball. Uh, and I mean, there, there's been movies made. If everybody's seen 42, uh, he, he, he went through a lot, uh, in that inaugural season. And then my number one is Muhammad Ali. Uh, he's the greatest boxer ever in my, in my eyes. And, uh, and he, he had to give up a couple years of his, his craft, uh, for taking his stance as a conscientious, a conscientious objector to, uh, to war, to the Vietnam War, uh, where he, he was jailed and couldn't get a boxing license for a couple of years and, you know, and, and still came out and did as much as he did through his career. So, uh, especially if you're, if you're willing to do time and, and be kicked out of your sport for a while, that, that speaks volumes and, you know, grew up until his death. He, he was, never shy about giving his opinion on an issue and standing up for it. And so that's why he, he's number one for me on that list. All right. It's a pretty good list by you guys. Uh, for me to start it off, uh, number 10, I have Magic Johnson. Uh, guy was just absolutely dominant on the court. Uh, like you said, Darnell, uh, he made passing cool and, uh, was very, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, when you Char- charismatic, not charismatic, but when you're like good with your money and like give it to people. Oh, um, uh, philanthropic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anthropic. Yeah, whatever. What you just said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's very good with his money. Um, you know, uh, don't name the people, but one thing, uh, you know, I, I had a teacher um, in middle school. Uh, he uh said like one of the moments he had never forget in his life was when Magic Johnson uh announced he had AIDS. Uh you know, that was a very uh one of the very most uh, powerful moments in sports, uh when he announced that uh he was very uh you know, a lot of people were hurt by it, but he went on to do uh great things with the AIDS movement, um and you know, gave a lot of people hope and whatnot, uh just based off of that. So uh have him at number ten. Number nine, I have Jordan, uh, with his just dominance on the court. Uh, whenever you, everybody knows Jordan logo, uh, you know, everybody knows who this guy is. Uh, like you said, Darnell, like, he's starting to get more vocal now. Uh, you know, owns a team, uh, talks about, you know, police brutality and all that's what's going on in there. Uh, what's going on in the world now, which is good to see. Um, number eight, I have Serena Williams. I just like her because well, she's just a pioneer for tennis. Um, every, I'm not really a fan of Tennessee either, but whenever I see that she's, or hear that she's on TV, uh, she's the one that I just must watch. Uh, for her to be doing what she's been doing, uh, particularly at her age, um, like you said, Darnell, a lot of people die out, uh, when they get to around her age in tennis, uh, but she's just keep going at it, uh, performing well and just doing great for the sport of tennis. So, uh, I had to put, uh, her for number eight. Uh, number seven, I had LeBron James. Uh, not really a fan of LeBron's, uh, game, but I do understand that the guy just one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, you know, his just ability to come in there, the guy was just an absolute freak of nature. 
uh, can score, pass the ball, uh, just great teammates. His IQ was just absolutely amazing. But one thing that I appreciate uh, appreciate about him is that uh, when he got ready to come into the league, he brought his friends uh, up there with him. Uh, he made sent them to school, uh, let them get a good education, and help give them jobs. He's always uh, giving back to the community. He doesn't mind speaking on uh, very important issues that need to be discussed. Um, that's going on in the world. Uh, so he's just very vocal. Uh, just glad to see, you know, what he was able to do and accomplish, uh, so far in his career. Uh, up next, I have Jesse Owens. Uh, you guys pretty much touched on him, but what he was able to go through, um, and win and basically, like y'all said, uh, give Hitler the finger with all the, um, adversity and everything that he was going through, um, in the Olympics. Uh, just absolutely amazing. Up next, I have Jim Brown. Uh, he was a great guy, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Um, he was out there, uh, didn't care, you know, about his job or anything like that. If there was a social issue that needed to be addressed, uh, particularly in the black community, um, he wouldn't mind speaking on it, and he still continues to speak about it today. Then up next, I have Jackie Robinson, uh, him being the co- breaking the color barrier for baseball. Uh, was just absolutely, uh, remarkable guy, uh, for him to go out there and hear all types of threats, all types of, uh, you know, mean words by the crowd and just stay focused and just be one of the greatest athletes of all time. Um, just absolutely tremendous on his part and also what he was able to do, um, outside of, you know, sticking with Ali and these guys, uh, for the civil rights movement. Then after that, coming into my top three, I have Bill Russell. Um, he's another guy, um, you know, a lot of people talk about his dominance, uh, just his rebounding. Uh, but one thing, you know, my personal opinion, I think he's one of the greatest, uh, coaches in NBA history, just by the fact that he was a player coach. Um, I think a lot of these guys, uh, that we talk about as the greatest, you know, Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron, I don't think, uh, they would be quite successful, uh, with the rings that they were player coaches. Uh, this guy was able to do that at a time in Boston where racism was very high, uh, had terrible things going on in the country. And for him to, uh, you know, stay focused, stay true to himself, stay true to his people, um, was just absolutely amazing. Up next, I have for number two, I have Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Uh, just one of the, my, my, Personal opinion, I think he's the greatest, uh, basketball player of all time. Uh, that sky hook that he had was just absolutely ridiculous. But, um, another thing just about him, uh, he was just another one of those guys, like even doing it to this day, uh, he speaks about issues, uh, that's affecting the country, um, a wide range of people. Um, but just, yeah, he's a tremendous basketball player, uh, great center, um, but cared more about his people than the game. And up next, uh, number one, uh, shouldn't really be a surprise, but Muhammad Ali. Uh, Muhammad Ali was like everything about Ali. He uh, was a trash talker. He could get into your head, uh, knew how to fight, uh, box. was just absolutely just tremendous to watch in the ring, but another one of those guys that uh, spoke up for issues. Um, you know, had a lot of people in the country backing him when he decided not to enter into the draft, but... Um, Spoke on black issues, uh, was willing to not get paid for it. Uh, when I kind of think about the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, uh, he was 
had to take a little ban from boxing for a little bit for uh, sticking up to his beliefs. So, um, yeah, just Ali, man, just a guy that did what he had to do in the ring and did what he had to do outside of the ring for his people. So, those are my top ten. I think all those are pretty good. Yeah, you know, I think the one thing, even even about our list, is the fact, and, and I alluded to it earlier, and even you, you guys brought up some names that we didn't mention before, but just all, all the things that those guys did for sports, I, I think, and women, uh, that they all did for their respected sport, they have done for society, you know, it, it all... It all should get a one big collective thank you from everybody in the sporting community. Yeah. Um, you know, I just a lot of that stuff happened at a time it needed to. And if it wasn't them, one, who would have it been? And two, would have it been anybody at all? So, you know, I feel like everybody who had a social impact, everyone who had a dominance impact on their sport was there at the right time. So. Some of that is something under their control and other parts of it weren't. So, you know, just, I guess for me, and I'm sure I'm speaking for you guys too, just one big collective thank you for all of that. Yeah. We, uh, can't forget about you and your people, Ty. One of these days, uh, we got a free time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We're going to have to do the greatest, <laughs> yeah, top 10, the greatest white athletes, so. We gotta culturally appropriate on this show, man. So I'd be alright if we never do one. <laughs> alright. Alright, guys, uh is there anything else you would like to add? Any other comments? Nope. No, I think good. Alright, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys for checking us out. Uh you can check out our podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, uh iTunes, SoundCloud, just hit us up in that search engine. Uh, we should be able to pop up. Also, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. You can follow us at DKM underscore cast. Uh, but that wraps it up, guys. Uh, as always, like I said, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.